Welcome, welcome, welcome to On Deck with Tony and Ken, where we talk about the nerdy things that make us who we are. Ken, how has your week been? How are you feeling today? Um, to sum it up in a very quick sentence, Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Every day is the same. We're still in the pandemic. Uh, it's going to yeah. be so funny thinking back in history when we think about these times because it, this this has never happened uh, for a very long time. It's not the first time we've had yeah. a pandemic, but yeah, it's it's been more or less the same every single day. The only difference today is that we um, we had snow today. Uh, yeah. Today is the what date is it today? Today's the twenty third, the twenty fourth, twenty fourth, twenty fourth today. So today's the twenty fourth, the twenty fourth of uh, January. Funny enough, if this was a month ago, this would have been an amazing Christmas gift in our very bleak and dark times. But no, yeah. it's a month too late. We, yeah, we just we had, had just got we snow. Have, we haven't had a, uh, a a white Christmas in a very long time. I, I I don't remember ever having a white Christmas. It's been that long. Maybe there has mm. been, but yeah. no, I, I do not recall ever having one. But yeah. it was a. Do you know what? I, I feel sorry for anyone that actually had to leave the house today for legitimate mm. reasons. I imagine swearing on the way out, like God damn, because yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's not nice. I looked into the garden. I was like, oh, okay, that's nice, and I just rolled back into bed. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it's it's been a same Z week except mm. for today. Yeah, snowy. Okay, that's pretty good. My my week's been pretty much more the same. I think everybody's going through that kind of you know, uh, live, die, repeat kind of vibe, almost like stuck in a rerun. Uh, but we, we we make do with what we have. I think it's always good to encourage people to try and vary their lifestyle where they can. Uh, for people stuck at home, uh, try try exercising, you know, a few push-ups every day, you know, um, for your exercise an hour, because obviously out here in the UK, we're, we've been told we're only allowed out an hour a day, which nobody bloody follows that rule. But, you know, take the time to step outside, go for a nice little walk, a jog if you can, you know, smell the roses if you have roses near you. You know, just re- just because we're in this predicament, we shouldn't stop ourselves from the, enjoying the little things in life. Uh, but uh, I digress. Ken, today is a very exciting episode. Why is it an exciting episode, Ken? What, tell it's me ex- why is it's, it's exciting. It is very exciting because it's something that I think everyone has heard of. Um, mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, something that we have both fell in love with. It's mm-hmm. something that is a part of media that, yes. you know, we genuinely love. But for, <laughs> for, for a variety of different reasons, mm-hmm. we are talking today about anime. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be confused with, um, well, the definition of anime has changed. Yes. So, well, not changed. People have so many different ways of calling what anime is, and we can get yes. into that later on. But no, we're talking about anime. What we love about it, what we hate about it, uh, the things that make it weird, things that make it amazing, uh, the things that controversially make it potentially some some of the best stories that have ever come out in um, recent storytelling through TV mm-hmm. through. Uh, movies and so and so and how and the different franchises that it spawned to make money for uh, Japan because anime is a anime it, it, uh, anime is a Japanese uh, export mm-hmm. but yeah Tony um, with anime like I, I guess the, the best way to start is why well based on what I know about anime I think this is something that we should definitely touch upon um, so right a lot there, of people like... either either love it or hate it yeah and what i've noticed about people that um hate it they 
are relying on <laughs> the, the weirdest parts of anime and not actually the well, uh, main parts. I think of it. we should. I think we should kind of, you know, let's take it back a little bit. Okay, let's take it way back. First of all, you know, what is anime? What is anime? Well, thank you for asking. Whoever didn't ask, anime is a hand-drawn and computer animation originating from Japan. Some might call it Japan animation or Japanimation. And for for those of you that are new to the world of anime, it's um, this particular style of cartoons. Essentially, it's cartoons. You know, there might be people out there that are unfamiliar with the term anime. It's just cartoons from Japan. And it's this kind of long history where... If, I would say there's a lot of innovation that came out of Japan that's actually influenced American cartooning and the cartooning around the world. Um, and I think it's one of those ones, it's it's so varied in what it covers. It's, it can be extremely juvenile for kids or extremely adult. But um, going with that, Ken, how do, you, how do you feel about when you hear the term anime? What's the first thought that comes into your head? What, what are the, the typical things in terms of like, is it a drama? Is it a genre? That's the interesting thing. And I think that's what a lot of people uh, get put off from anime from because they think it's a genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone that has watched anime know that, no, it is not a genre. Anime is a medium. Yes. It is a way of representing a genre, just like a book, just like a TV show, just like a film, just like a yes. comic book. Um, I know comic books got put into that same kind of box before. Like, oh, it's just a comic book. Therefore, you expect to see capes and superheroes. But mm-hmm. then there are so many different um, types of comic books that touch upon different genres. But, yeah. you know, I digress. We're not talking about comics today. Strictly about anime. People just think, oh, isn't that where people are screaming at the top of their lungs? Oh, is that where they do that pervy stuff? Oh, isn't that when they have that big bug eyes and crazy hairstyles? And to my answer to all of that is yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, but you get, but that is part of some of its um, well-known or infamous or famous tropes of it. Mm-hmm. But that is not what it all it is. Um, yeah. Anime is a medium, just like books, comics, films, TV shows, yeah, uh, whatever. And there's so many different uh, animes that we both have watched and loved mm-hmm. that break the um, that 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 are perfect examples of this. Yes. Um, could you give me one, Tony? Could you give me okay, one so, example of a anime that is not genre defined by what is atypical of an anime? So obviously we've got many out there, but um, one that's actually really new, you can actually experience it on Netflix, is called uh, The Great Pretender. Tell, tell me, Ken, I haven't actually watched The Great Pretender myself. You are well uh, more well-versed in it, but what is The Great Pretender about? What, what genre within this medium would you classify it as? Um, the Great Pretender. It is a story about. Uh, well, I was going to say Japanese, but one character is actually Japanese, or a couple of characters are Japanese, but the rest are literally from different parts of the world. Um, mm-hmm. It's about confidence men or yes. con artists or people that just do heists, and they trick people into trick people out of their money, and well, you know, and. It's so typical of what you would see from like Ocean's Eleven or uh, Lucky Number Eleven, where they do a big reveal at the end of each episode or by the end of the season. It is mm. purely a heist crime film. Yes, it, uh, it's, uh, anime. Sorry, and 
I got the same vibes, like all those other examples that I've said, and any other crime and heist films. Um, but it just looked different. It, it looked What's the basic like a plot cartoon. of the Great Pretender? Do you, do you know the basic, the basic plot? So the, the basic plot is there is a uh, a young man. He uh, he gets good at just uh, convincing people, swindling people out of their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, borderline legally illegally he's very crafty with it and then he comes across this other guy this French dude um, and he and the French du- and he didn't know the French dude was a uh, con artist so he tried to con the con artist but the French guy was about five steps ahead of him so uh, he tried to find him again he tried he came across him again and before you know it, he's getting recruited by this guy to do a big big heist to steal millions of dollars from this uh mob boss mm-hmm. uh, and they do the whole typical thing where it's like a double bluff triple bluff like oh did everyone really die or was it all part of the con and we all know it was part of the con and mm-hmm. it, it just gave me a lot of ocean 11 vibe uh and we, it, it, it's um i guess the big part of this show was uh the main character yeah him coming to coming to the realization that he doesn't really want to do this but he keeps getting dragged back into it um because he has morals Uh, but but he's also incredibly good at conning people um so by the end of uh the first season he does the um the noble thing i'm not going to reveal what the noble thing is in case people mm. actually do want to watch this but i highly recommend it it's it's such a good way of showing okay not all con men are you know trash not all of them are just out for themselves he has a heart and he shows it through the show um he has his own reasons but then you can say the same thing about any criminal <laughs> with any yeah. organization where that they they have their own personal reasons and they justify it themselves and that's why they choose to commit crime um so can crime be justified that's what I find myself asking a lot of times when, when watching the show. Mm. Can anyone really justify what this guy is actually doing? It's very but similar yeah. to uh, another anime series uh, called Lupin the Third, which um, oh. not to be confused with Lupin, the live action TV series, but they both actually share a common li- lineage in terms of inspiration, both the live action Lupin on Netflix and Lupin the Third even though not directly related, are both um, inspired by the uh, Lupin French books of the Gentleman Thief. The whole motif is about, you know, thievery and uh, heist, elaborate heist and outsmarting your mark. Um, And like, I think like the early Lupin movies were actually like the early uh, Ghibli films. A lot of people don't know that, that Ghibli was actually doing Lupin before he was doing, um, well, Ghibli's the studio. I forgot the I forget the head of the studio at the time, but um, the uh, Ghibli was doing the old Lupin films before they started doing more of their original storytelling. But moving on to other genres, uh, so you got heist there, and heist is a form of crime, but you actually have dedicated crime programs. So example of that is Psychopass. Psychopass yep. is a futuristic uh, sci-fi slash almost dystopian uh, movie. It's not quite. It's not dystopian in the sense of post-apocalyptic, but it's dystopian as in this almost semi-twisted future. Uh, the basic plot about it is that uh, there's this uh, AI that governs the city called the Sybil System, and it monitors people's general psychological tendencies. And essentially, um, it's set in a world where Japan's government 
and the civil system has realized that a lot of crime is due to people's mental instability and especially in a world where there's so many stressors anybody's prone to a psychotic break essentially the civil system is there to monitor it and you have the psychopath department that essentially they monitor these things called your psychopaths and if you go over a certain limit you are just dubbed a potential criminal and regardless of you actually are doing a crime, almost like minority report style, you will I was about be to say, yeah, yeah, you will be tracked down by this department, and they have these special guns that either will, um, depending on your psychopath level and your tendency to do something, you know, psychotic, will actually go from non-lethal to extremely lethal and just straight summary kill you, Judge Dread style, and. The interesting thing about the anime calls into question the idea that because the system, is it actually helping or is it leading more and more people to become psychotic and almost a self-fulfilling prophecy that the fear of actually becoming psychotic makes you so stressed that eventually you do become psychotic. And at that point you say, screw it, I'm psychotic, I'm going to do a commit a crime and there you go, you're going to get killed because of it really interesting and that's pretty much like you can call it a sci-fi crime thriller because the uh, there's villain of the week but there's also a running thread of somebody trying to break down the system because the system is wrong and the question is is it wrong is it good to be preventative should your psychology be monitored to this level and by you being in the system is it leading you to being more prone to a psychotic break yeah, man. Like, I, I, I think I really enjoyed watching uh, that series for that aspect of it because it was so uh, not what I was typically watching uh, growing yeah. up in term uh, whilst getting out of anime, and to see it break so far from what I expect. And I'm someone that watch anime a lot, so it yeah. must be almost unheard by other people that don't even know about uh, these types of shows. So yeah, no, yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I think the interesting thing about the anime, but also I think it's the downfall of it, is that it never questioned the idea of nature versus nurture. It did kind of just say like mm. all of this is about nurture, right? It's about your environment and the environment that we're currently in is leading to us being, you know, potentially psychotic. Um, but it, I don't think it ever called into question a character that was, you know, high on the index from the very moment they were born or from an early young age that they exhibited high numbers on the psychopath index. I think it would have been, uh, that would have been a really interesting thing to, to explore if they got like a fourth season or whether the case, I don't know, maybe the original writer of an anime. That's the other interesting thing we didn't mention that most animes are actually based off of a pre-existing manga. And what a manga is, is essentially a Japanese graphic novel or comic book. A lot of animes are adaptation of a, uh, previously published books you know maybe they've actually uh, generated a massive audience and therefore a tv studio a japanese tv studio feels the need to boost that popularity by producing a animated show or you know capitalize on it or sometimes it's the case that they see potential uh, very early on and think that it could be a cross-marketing thing where the show boosts the manga and the manga boosts the show uh moving on ken what um what other animes can you think of and what kind of uh what kind of genre do they exploit okay um I'm, I'm, i guess i'm trying to avoid the main genre that everyone knows about and the one that's mm -hmm. most popular but um I'll, i want to jump into uh, 
an anime. I've recommended quite a few people to watch this. Erased. Erased is well, the genre of Erased is a bit of time travel or weird, twisted form of time travel, mm-hmm. a somewhat romantic um, crime thriller that has a lot of undertones of coming of age. Mm-hmm. If anything, coming of age does show a lot more through, especially how they um, went through the show. So yeah. the anime is about uh, a man who uh, just everyday worker, just going through life, and he remembers. Um, his childhood where there was a crime that was committed a girl that was in his class at a very young age i think they were in maybe 10 fairly young around that age and uh the little girl was murdered mm-hmm. and you know he didn't really think too much about it but it was on his mind and then for some reason the next time he woke up he woke up in his uh child's body with his full memory and he realized that he's been transported to the past to his uh, previous self. And then he took it upon himself, like, wait, why am I here? Can I get back? What's going on? And so he used the opportunity, remembering that, oh, this little girl that's in my class, she dies. Do you know what? This is me giving her a second chance. Let me try and save her or try and solve the crime of who actually killed her so that she stays safe. Um, he tries. He goes back and forth a little bit, kind of like uh, live, die, repeat, trying to resolve um, what was going on. And then, yeah, I, I don't want to reveal what happens at the end, but um, the journey to get to the end, um, that's where the romance comes in a bit because people thought, okay, why is he hanging around this girl all the time? Why is he trying to chill with this girl all the time? Why is he always trying to take her out? A lot of things that he said to her made it seem like, oh, you're into this girl. But what he was trying to do, and he may very well be, or just really, really sympathetic and you know, really wants to save her, he was just trying to make sure she was okay. He was just trying to protect her, but people may have taken that uh, the wrong way. Um, it was a very serious anime. It wasn't a comedy one where dumb things happen all the time. It was played very straight with a very serious, um, uh, with a very serious uh, setup, uh, especially with the topic about kidnapping and undertones of pedophilia as well. So it's like, okay, cool. Um, what would you do? What does a hero look like? If you're given the chance to travel through time, why don't you try and win the lottery? Why don't you try and do this? Why don't you try and do that? He didn't think about himself. He just purely like thought about, you know, this little girl and how to save her from getting killed by uh, someone that we do find out who it was. Um, it was an incredibly selfless act, even to the point where, you know, when it comes to the end of the anime, you mm-hmm. see that he is a different person now for reasons. Yeah. And, uh, linking to what he did in the past and that's bloody amazing that's not it's not a hollywood ending it's like okay cool no i went to the i had an ordinary life went to the past changed stuff and i'm back and things are not perfect but things are better yeah it is a very suspenseful show it, it wasn't um didn't get like 10 seasons or whatever it was a very short uh run of a uh, anime and you know, I'm so happy this anime exists because yeah. anytime people try and say, oh, but anime is all about this, 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 this. Like, no, no. That Can you say that about books? Can you say that about TV shows? No, you can't. Yeah. But you're quick to say about anime. This is yeah. one example of something that is very, very different. Um, however, some of the most popular animes um, have always had that, okay, things are not quite right um, mm. undertone to it. Uh, mm. In this one, Erased, it was about time travel. So almost yeah. like a fantasy sci-fi aspect to almost every single anime that we've 
mentioned and not the great pretender great pretender is like it's just there's nothing super super natural or anything uh fantasy or sci-fi about it it's just played mm. straight but and that's what i loved about that show as well so very very slowly or if you search well you can find shows that don't have anything super out there mm-hmm. um before i get on to or before we start getting on to the big genre that everyone that is the most popular which is the action superhero um you know, but in japan Ken, they call I, it the, sh- the shonen I, I, I need to actually correct you on that well not correct you but like when you say superhero what are we talking about because i think with anime is the interesting thing is that i think they create up this motif that anybody can be a superhero right so are we talking about the classic american style capes and cow superhero are we talking about the lead person that has special ability and saves the world what are we talking about here well i I think it's more the second one because Mm -hmm. i try like a lot of these um animes that we see embody those two tick boxes Mm -hmm. where the 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 main character is it is just it is justice personified they really believe in something yeah some of them are anti-heroes, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. Some of them are anti-heroes, but like the the, the ideal of hero, they, they try their best to overcome something yes. uh, to help other people. And yeah. the super aspect, boy, like I said, you see it a lot. It's the most popular animes. Mm-hmm. These people are demigods mm-hmm. <laughs> in some of these shows where yeah. some of the things that they do, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're, you're, you're on something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you mixed when you mix that special ability or superpower or thing that gives them an edge about above anyone else, yeah. plus their justified reason of, no, I'm going to save this person. I'm going to do everything that mm. I can. It's my ninja way or, you know, whatever they want to call it. Um, it. It really shows me, all right, cool. I mess with this guy. I'm with you. Yeah. Do the right thing. Mm. And that's why I feel more so superhero, maybe not so much the typical superhero that we would get in comic books and superhero films yeah. where, you know, it's uh, spandex capes, um, flying, winking at the camera like Superman as he flies over the horizon. Yeah. Uh, less so that, more so. This is for my city. This is for my 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 ninja village. This is for my this is for my town. This is for my people. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna try and do this. I'm gonna use those reasons to overcome and beat that guy that's threatening them in a very typical villainous way. Um, that's the and interesting. I think a lot of people me, right? gravitate towards that. Yeah, that's the yeah, interesting definitely. thing. It's like on our side in the West when we immediately think of hero, superhero, it is that typical Superman, Batman, cape-wearing crusader. In Japan, it's like, well, where do you go? Are we talking fairy tales? Is it sword and sorcery? Is it a uh, a guy from another planet? Is it, um, a, you know, this person that was, I don't know, um, left as a child in some abandoned street? And for some reason, it's just a great street fighter. Or is it a guy that's like really into martial arts, enters in a martial arts tournament? Because that's the thing with Shonen encompasses this. It's one of those, even with the superhero aspect of like the lead that kind of beats the odds to achieve it. It's like it kind of tips into the bloody sports genre as well, where you've got the lead guy. He's kind of, for the most part, innocuous, like tiny not very athletic but he has that secret move that makes him an asset for whatever sports team because you've got american football anime baseball anime basketball anime that still kind of fit the shonen trope now the stakes are not the same as saving the city or saving the village or the mystical land of czar but like 
it's like, oh, we need to make it to finals. Who are we going to get? Kenshiro, because Kenshiro's got that special spin with his, uh, with his pitch, you know. It's 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 one of those ones like you you try to apply that to the Western or American understanding of hero or quote unquote shonen, they will say like, well, that just sounds like a normal guy. Why why is he a superhero? But for Japanese right. people, that is very much like the hero, the the superhero. Like what's uh, there's this um, basketball anime that I've been watching called uh, Kuro Kuro Basketball, where yep, yep. legendary. The, that's the thing like the main character in it is this shy guy that he's got his essential ability is that he is not noticed that's it so because he is not noticed on the basketball court if you pass it to him it's almost like the ball disappears and he gets round defenders and just scores it's like hey what happened oh it was kurokuro he used his non-existence to get past us dumb as hell the idea of that is completely stupid it's so silly because when you think about it if this guy existed your your assist game is just on a million <laughs> like every single game you've got like a, a 20 assist on every single yeah. basket you'll never yeah, get a triple double but your assist no, is no. going to be on 1000 he'll always get a single double <laughs> yeah but always um but no you're right so yeah. moving on though like if off the top of your head what would you consider like the most popular animes and if you can break them down quickly to what they what they are um, I would say the most popular animes is is um down to the genre of the anime. I think. Well, that's because not getting to this... that. Let's just like be more specific in terms of like give me a give me like the names of like the big. Oh no no animes. I am, I am I am um and I and I do want to touch upon how like every single anime that I will say there is so much crossover and that is why they are mm. popular. So mm-hmm. the big ones from from back in the day. Well, there's the um animes the anime watchers anime so the uh uh the seasoned anime watcher for example like um cowboy bebop i think Mm. everyone that has watched a few or have had a few anime underneath their belt yeah you know you get to watch that and you start to appreciate more so um that style of anime but that Mm. is not the uh one that everyone knows about the ones that everyone knows about is dragon ball z Mm -hmm. uh naruto yep at one point bleach was incredibly popular Yes. Uh, the one that has over a thousand episodes, which is uh, One Piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got the uh, new generation ones. Uh, obviously, there's more from the old school, but I'm just listing off the ones that are the most popular of, uh, at the time yes. uh, and of now. Um, we have Fire Force, which is amazing. We have, yes. oh, what's, what's that new one? Uh, there's quite a few. There's Attack on Titan. There's yes. One Punch Man for mm-hmm. its own reasons. Um, uh, my brain is going. Demon back. Hunter, Demon Hunter, yes. Yep. And oh, what's the new one that everyone's banging on about? What's um, the genre? What what what's in it? Break it down for me. Maybe we can get the name from that. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad for not remembering the name. It, it's um, it's a guy that um allows a demon to possess him, and now he lets it come out every now and again to, well, kick ass, and then he silences it. That sounds like oh, prom- probably like fifty percent of every anime ever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's gonna bother me. I'm, I'm actually. Well, it's. I'm I bring that up because this is the interesting thing. Now, it's one of the weird things that we take for granted, but I find it shocking that you didn't actually mention this as one of the most popular animes out there, Transformers. By definition, 
Transformers <laughs> yeah. is yeah. an anime, but we forget that, right? Because it's so indelibly linked with all of the recent movies, right? And obviously growing up watching um, the old cartoon, we think that this is a very Western product, but obviously the people in the know, they know, but Transformers is very much Japanese. And if for, for the people out there that have been living under the rock, what Transformers is, is a story about these transforming robots that from another planet come to earth and they can transform into earth vehicles because that makes sense i guess and (laughs) they are fighting this intergalactic war with the decepticons and the decepticons are another faction of these uh intergalactic robots that um that essentially the evil faction but the interesting thing about that the recent um anime War for Cybertron on uh, Netflix actually poses a different question and make it seem like it's, they're not evil. They just have I've an, another ideology of how their planet should have should have lived. And obviously, it's interesting when you think about like character like Megatron, when we see the old cartoon and in the movies, he's just like a the equivalent of moustache twelling villain that is just evil for the sake of being evil but the show kind of posits the idea that he's have a crap life he's been stuck in their equivalent of the arena fighting for his life the whole time while the autobots the the, the other faction that you could consider maybe in terms of uh the american revolution the north versus the south consider the Autobots as the Yankees and the Decepticons as the Confederates. But on this side, the Confederates actually won and took over against the Yankees because they felt that while you Yankees were actually in control, we still went to shit. You did nothing. Now we're in control. We're going to make Cybertron great again. But they don't. Everything is kind of like a grab at power and it kind of breaks down. But it's one of those ones we forget that things like G.I. Joe were all produced in places like Japan and Korea because it was very cheap out there. And G.I. Joe very much is an American product, but um, Transformers is from Japanese toys. It's technically speaking, those individual toys were mashed together to actually create a new toy line and just call Transformers for the American market, well, the American slash Japanese market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a long history in terms of Japan and uh, America, in terms of merchandising some of their products, where they've actually taken several different products, toy lines from before that haven't really either haven't worked out or not selling that the way the way they are they they should have, and almost like they create this mythology where they've taken bits and pieces from different ones, smashed them together to make a new product. That's why when you ever see the Transformers cartoon or even the toys, why there's a drastic difference between the different sizes of the Transformers is because they're actually from separate toy lines. Like characters like SoundCloud, uh, Soundwave, sorry, is actually a different toy line. I can't remember the name. Um, Megatron, the reason why he turns into a gun and for some reason in the cartoon he shrinks small enough to fit in another Decepticon's hand is that he was a separate toy line where it was just focused on toys that turn into guns. It's just that they got brought together with the help of companies like Marvel Comics to actually create this new mythology of Transformers, what we know as Transformers. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's very interesting um, how, how has that played out over history because... Uh, anytime I think about um, merchandising or franchises of a lot of these incredibly popular um, uh, animes that originated from 
from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think of like the American version Hasbro, where yes. like they they make toys because it's crazy popular, and yeah. you know it's kids watching these shows. Yeah. Um, and they obviously did it with Transformers. They did that with, uh, well, almost every single cartoon growing mm-hmm. up. Um, in the in the nineties. Uh, and the early 2000s because that's uh, what there was the business model was superhero. oh it was, yeah. it was great it, it even killed some tv shows because it was linked to um merchandising rights for example spectacular spider-man yeah um got cat well no was it spectacular yes no it was um spectacular spider-man got canned because of the marvel deal it was uh young uh, young, ju- uh, young, young justice. justice yeah the toys wasn't selling very well so they just pulled the plug on the anime but that's the american it's business because model it's always been like that. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to make the comparison between the mm-hmm. two because, um, Tony, me and you went to Japan yeah. and we came across so many merchandising, uh, shops where they have sold, uh, figurines, toys, anime games mm-hmm. that link to, uh, well, like we said, the most popular shonen anime. I've actually yeah. remembered <laughs> some more animes as you was t- talking through. Yeah. And I remember them because I was trying to remember what we actually saw out there. Uh, mm. Some of them are brand new to this year, mm. but um, not brand new from what we saw ba- uh, back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, popular animes such as um, the Jojo series, mm-hmm. absolutely massive in Japan. Yeah. Um, there is Jujutsu, uh, Jujutsu uh, Kaisen, which is was new. It's the new hot thing. It's the new hot anime right now. Yeah, and it follow it ticks the same boxes like every single show in anime. Um, I'm trying to remember what was the other one. Uh, Black Clover that was relatively new. Uh, started in 2017. Yeah. Attack on Titan. I've mentioned uh, Code Geass. Mm-hmm. That that is uh, that is like the an- anime watches anime once again. Something that. A lot of episodes, but really, really good. You have, uh, we mentioned Bleach. Um, there is Seven Deadly Sins. There is Death Note. There is, oh, how did I forget? Um, uh, Fairy Tale. Uh, My Hero Academia. Um, we've got, oh, there was that big one. Uh, Magi, The Labyrinth of Magic, if anyone wants to get into that. Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, both of them. Yes. Um, and Yu Yu Hak- uh, Yeah. Which is a bit more obscure. But every single one of these has particular traits about them that yes. almost people try and laughably say, oh, that's, that's obviously typical of an anime, which is not true. Yeah. But um, I think there are a lot of uh, common trend, uh, trends. And it, we yeah. noticed that when we talked about Lupin, uh, the live action French show, mm-hmm. um, where like it felt different from what mm-hmm. we're typically used to when it comes to uh, TV shows and films made in Britain or America, it had its own mm-hmm. style. So a lot of these traits that people might say is weird for anime, you'd be surprised mm-hmm. to see it. That is just the culture. That's how they do TV. Uh, just how like British people do TV a different way, just like French people do yeah. TV in a different way, just like America does. It's kind of like their, way. their rules and their tendencies, right? Like they, they exactly. you can tell when you're watching and anime. Some of them are a bit more subtle than others. That's why things like, you know, Transformers, even though it has got those anime tropes, you don't necessarily immediately see them. But let's get into it. What are the typical tropes and tendencies of an anime? Like, you just jump out of you. Like, what do you see? And you know, that's an anime. Um, <laughs> the very noticeable one is how it's a Japanese animation, but mm. uh, based on Japanese people. 
However, yeah. everyone has different color hair, different color eye yeah. colors, big eyes. Asian people don't have incredibly huge eyes, and yeah. in this uh, and in anime, oh, that's racist. That's have racist. Ken. Huge well, eyes that said, take up about a third oh, of their head. Ken, you are just racist. Everything you just said is racist. Am I? You just oh my says, god! You just literally just assumed that all Asian people have the same eyes. You actually make me say my bad, my bad. I, I completely forgot that anime was the true version of Asian people. <laughs> but do you know the weird thing about um, that yeah. idea, right? Of when they design, and I've I've heard this anecdotally. I don't know how culturally true this is, but in terms of anime, is like they actually design their characters like that. Really, in in kind of like in a Western way, with you know very small straight noses, large wide eyes, uh, to actually actually uh cater to the western market even though some of these animes are very very japanese japanese culture japanese jokes that are not you know you can't really translate them well they still do that to cater to that western market for whatever reason i'm not too sure because some of the a lot of these animes don't make it over the pond they stay where they are but i think the whole large eye thing has come from that to try and look more western because it could be a uh, influence of colonialism because obviously at one point the British Empire did take over Japan, China. Maybe it's part of that that influence of the colonizer on your people. You kind of want to look like your colonizer, which is unfortunate. And again, anecdotal. I don't know if this is completely historically true, but I've definitely heard that from several sources of in in the anime game. Yeah, no, no, I see what you mean. And you even see mm -hmm. some of these uh, traits, because you said more geared towards uh, the West. You, you see sometimes the West get influenced or inspired by some of the things that are geared more for the West or coming yeah. from Japan. Like when you watch something like the Matrix series, that is anime to, <laughs> to the T, but mm -hmm. sometimes the best uh, forms of it uh, down to the action sequences. Now, mm -hmm. one thing I'd like to say about anime, one one trait that is very very prominent if there is an action sequence and it could be an anime that has nothing to do with shonen or action and adventure mm -hmm. for example like um uh haiku on on, on netflix right that is a, an anime about volleyball mm -hmm. right and some of the action poses or the uh, uh set pieces or the really serious tense parts are like they're made even more tense by the way that they animate and show someone just spiking a ball. It's incredibly extreme. <laughs> and I love it because it adds to how someone feels and it links it to uh, what we actually see. Because if we saw someone spiking a ball normally or even shooting a ball from like from like a hundred yards in, in, in football or someone shooting from the logo in basketball, you know, as amazing as it does look like, wow, they actually made that shot or they actually did that thing. When mm -hmm. it's in anime, they, they emphasize how amazing it is by, you know, making certain parts incredibly exaggerated. And that is one of the big things I've noticed in anime. When something is emotional, they exaggerate it. Even down to punching someone in the yeah. chest, you know, a simple punch, not a super duper Goku punching someone through the moon or, you know, a big Kamehameha wave. No, a regular punch can be like made to be absolutely horrific or even devastating, even though it's just regular. And I've seen that in Attack on Titan, you know, when we're not looking mm -hmm. at the Titans, like people just fighting normally, someone just getting shot 
it, it's so extreme. Yeah. The only other <laughs> um, series of films or a place that I've seen this where it's incredibly serious. Oh, well, not incredibly serious, yeah. but incredibly exaggerated, but not in a beautiful looking way. It's Nollywood. If you see the way people die in Nollywood, <laughs> it is the most exaggerated, almost laughable way. It's not as entertaining as, um, well, it's entertaining in its own way. Um, yeah. But, you know, you see someone get shot or stabbed and it's a whole song and dance before they even uh, die. I remember someone break dancing after they got mm-hmm. shot. Like, oh my gosh, let me just bust this small, small move. And then yeah. they collapsed and died. Um, but no, yeah, incredibly exaggerated in anime. Um, Tony, yeah. do you have any other ones that are typical of uh, anime, like whatever traits? So you always got that guy that is like too cool for school. He's always like, sometimes he's the loner or sometimes he's the most popular guy in school, but he's the like, the I don't give a shit kind of guy. He's just like, oh, look at me. I got my jet. He's probably like the only guy that actually looks close to being Japanese because he's still got like really dark hair. Sometimes it's blue. Sometimes it's jet black. But it's like, oh, yeah, I don't say many words. I'm too cool. Look how sexy I am. But I don't know that I'm sexy. Only you know that I'm sexy. Oh, all of these girls want to come around me. I don't care about girls, but I'm not gay, though. I kind of care about girls, but I don't care about girls. Oh, you love me? I can't love you back. I'm too damaged and broken to love you back. I have a deep, dark secret from the past and it will come back with fire is fury but i'm quiet at the same time i i have noticed that that character is usually relegated for the um the rival of the main character because mm-hmm. <laughs> as you were saying i was like oh yeah that's that's sasuke oh yeah that's uh that, that that's this character that's that character. like yeah. you know it's a, it's a very like the dark difference to the the, the dark of uh, another character's light yeah so no uh, yeah I, I i agree you always see that uh character yeah and he's rarely the hero. He's also he's always usually the foil, the the uh, sometimes the exactly. antagonist, exactly, or like yeah. the opposition to the main character. I think the few times that a character like that can be the protagonist, uh, if you want to call it that, is like something called harem anime. And essentially, harem animes is like it's it's a very weird cultural thing in Japan. But this idea of the guy that typically shouldn't get girls in real life has all of these girls fawning on him and known as his quote-unquote harem and they do all of these things to compete for his affection while he's completely unaware of this um i think it's kind of like there's this general feeling when you watch (laughs) japanese content you know there's other things like you know the pervy nosebleed or the pervy old man it's like there's a sexual tension in japan and I think they try to explore it through anime with things like underskirts. If you watch something like Sailor Moon, like a lot of the characters are, and in other animes, the women are completely inappropriately dressed. Like you can be getting ready for war and they have body armor, yeah. but for some reason it only covers their nipples and they have panties that's what, made out of Don't you know? Don't you know that less armor on women protects them more i know right in anime because it makes them more aerodynamic they can glide through their opposition and defeat them See, with great power it, now you get yeah. it but it's, it's weird it's just it's a unique japanese thing it's, it's, it's stupid it's one of those ones like you see it you see it in in the in western but we 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 know what it is we're trying to titillate right and but in japan it's oh it's, it's so different in a way that like so many things are taboo right you sex is taboo and that's why even when it's an anime it's almost like there's the one character that knows about what's going on in terms of like the underdressed girls and he's super pervy 
but everybody else is like completely unaware and it's almost like yeah no this is how normal people dress this is completely fine but you got that one person is so horny he has like a nosebleed for some reason that's how they depict somebody like it's a clever way to not showing somebody reaching climax but it's a way to show somebody reaching climax by having them have a spontaneous nosebleed and it's often like a really really young diminutive little boy or a really crusty old look uh, old looking man just going around groping women yeah I, i'm thinking about two characters mm -hmm. uh, that fit that profile the yeah. first one is master Ro uh, master roshi from dragon ball yes. dragon ball z what well, the dragon ball um franchise yeah and then you have sanji from one piece where his the um his one of his character features mm -hmm. is how he just fawns and loves every woman that he comes across. Yeah, to the point where he has nosebleeds anytime he comes across a woman. But he's not a um, skis really. He tries to be romantic at least. But you got characters like um, yeah, yeah, of course. There's this character in one, uh, My Hero Academia. I always forget his name. Is the one with the sticky balls on his head? Yeah, Minato. Minato. Min Minato. Right. He is that quintessential tiny little boy that's super, super horny. He will do anything to see a pair of women's panties, poke a hole into something, use his sticky balls to be on the ceiling of a room and just spy on girls getting dressed. Uh, you've got other characters that are kind of straddle this line of cool, epic hero, but also lecherous perv. And you've got Jiraiya from Naruto. Like the guy's a oh, yeah. badass. He's essentially made Naruto who he is. Deadly guy on the battlefield. But he writes a whole romantic book series and is just a lecherous old man at the same time. It's weird that you, it's, it's weird how Adabe can have this whole tapestry of unique character traits in one person. Whereas time and time again, we complain about Western products being very one dimensional, two dimensional, where a character is just mm. A or B or C. I was watching something recently, right? And we can get into this, but. Does Japanese do you does it have to be Japanese to be anime or can something be anime inspired and still be called anime? A perfect example is uh, we talked about this before, but um, outside of the show, but you know, there's a new show on Netflix called uh, uh, Fate the Wink Saga, which is an adaptation of this cartoon that's called The Winx Club, very much inspired by anime but it's made from an Italian slash American co-production. But you got other things like um, Avatar. Well, you, you got, yeah, I was going to say Avatar, like, or even, oh, well, let's just stick to Avatar. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think people need to recognize that just because it looks a certain type of way. And I think that's what it is. People get inspired by um, things that were pioneered in Japan. Yes. Or um, anime uh, animators. Yes. And, they just took those things on but to the point where people think oh yeah obviously this must be anime yes but then you've got uh chinese animations that yes. look uh very similar to anime and people mm -hmm. just bundle that into the same category mm -hmm. um I, I don't like to get into the debate of it only because a lot of people have their own justifications for it um the logical reason the logical the thing about it is what well the definition is what you said before yeah. it's just an animation from japan simple yes. but a lot of people do get so oh no no last airbender is is an anime or oh, this is an anime yeah. but by that definition just like i mentioned before the matrix is an anime no but it's not an animation you know it, well you it, can if argue. they turned well they, they had the animatrix actually which was <laughs> uh a, a way to kind of put it out there to mm -hmm. say 
well, yeah, this is something that is inspired by mm-hmm. anime, but it's it's clearly not. Well, that's an interesting thing, right? Because yeah, I watched this uh, this YouTube channel called Corridor Digital, and oh, yeah. they comp- yeah. they constantly reference CG as you know computer generated imaging, or sometimes they'll make say computer animation because technically speaking is like with the definition of anime is hand-drawn or computer-generated animation so you can argue that um if you wanted to argue that oh if it's inspired by anime it is an anime because matrix has some computer-generated imagery or computer animation therefore it could be anime and now i'm clutching that straws here but something like one uh one piece is very much a anime we accept that as an anime even though it's not set in anywhere japan but it's created by a japanese studio based off of a, ja- a japanese manga but something like uh avatar which is inspired by anime and especially chinese uh folklore with a little bit of japanese in that i think it takes a little bit from different parts of asia the tibetans the chinese and the japanese kind of mashed up into this fantasy world uh, but it's not considered yep. uh, anime. It's considered for me. I don't consider it anime. I consider it to be a cartoon. But there's people that will will die on that hill that it is an anime. I will only say yes, anime in the sense that it is animation, but it's not Japanimation. I, I would say it's it's heavily inspired by uh, Japanese uh, animation mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of the traits from it, and and I think that is where it needs to. And that's where that's the closest it gets to being an anime. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to. I don't like getting into this argument with because a lot of people think, are I emotional should, by it. I very, think very... we should get into it because I think it's actually a key thing for for nerds out there. This is a raging debate. So if I give you an example of, let's say, I create a piece of animation, right? Every single character in there is Japanese. Is voiced by a person that's either is from Japanese origins or is actually Japanese. It's set in Japan, but my production company has a combination of both Japanese and Western. It's not based off of any, you know, manga. Is it an anime? And it's also drawn in the anime style. Is it an anime? So I guess your question is asking, how far can you go without meeting that one criteria of being an animation Precisely. from Japan? Precisely. So how far can it go? Well, let's let, let's try then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's use your example. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not made in Japan. No, no. It so has... my example, my example is that it's not made. Yes. Well, it's not made in Japan. It's made here in England. My studio is here in England, right? Mm-hmm. I have both Japanese staff and non-Japanese staff, but all of the voice actors in it are either Japanese speakers um, in terms of Japanese origins or uh, actually from Japan. Uh, all of mm-hmm. the characters are drawn in the Japanese style and they're Japanese characters. There's no ja- uh, Japanese, uh, there's no Western characters in it. And the story is a quintessential Japanese story, whatever that may be, <laughs> because Japanese anime goes into weird places. But it's essentially that. The only thing that stops it is the fact that me, I am a black man. I am not Japanese. I've been to Japan once, can't speak a lick of Jap- uh, Japanese, maybe a few phrases here and there. That is my studio in England. Is it an anime? Technically, no. To the world, yes. 
Simple. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's it. Yes. Like, because when, when people think anime, they don't think about the definition. Mm-hmm. They go by what they see. Right. Um, just how like with a lot of the popular animes that I've mentioned prior, mm-hmm. they have their own, uh, uh, you know, dubbed and subbed version. Yes. And with all the uh, subversion that that's usually subbed in, well, the most typical or most popular languages. So um, you have English, French, Spanish, and so on and so forth. Yes. Now, just by, if you saw this animation and you had no idea about the culture or anything, mm-hmm. and you watched Naruto for the first time and it was completely in English mm-hmm. uh, and completely the dub, you know, what what makes that any different just from the surface, from what you see and hear, mm-hmm. what makes it different from what you, this this made, made up studio that you created, yeah. with the anime that you created, you won't be able to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, you automatically bunch it together to say oh that's anime Mm -hmm. but i think the bigger issue is the whole purpose of how we go into this Mm -hmm. what is a genre people keep treating anime like it's a genre oh because it ticks this 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 boxes or because it looks like this 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 it must be oh it's anime definitely i'm like well we'll no like that's the same way as saying oh it's it's a film Mm -hmm. as well so therefore like no that it's it 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 doesn't have to tick certain criterias to be um, to be an anime in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. However, the quintessential definition is an animation yeah. from Japan. I, I, and, you know, it's a very interesting discussion because, it, like I said, people go based on what they see and hear. Well, yeah. It looks like an anime. It sounds like an anime. It walks and talks like an anime. Mm-hmm. Therefore, by what I can see, like not including the definition, the studio, who's behind it, where it's from, mm-hmm. it must be an anime. So would you say, um, so, yeah. would you say that Transformers is an anime. Technically, it is. Yes, but like I said, by looking and hearing it, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'm thinking about Transformers because uh, the franchise has gone in so many different directions in the last couple of decades. Yes, um, especially it's gone into 3D animation. They release dub versions of everything. So some people's first experience of Transformers, even though it may have originally came out in uh, Japanese. Uh, in Japanese, mm-hmm. like they hear uh, the English version, you have the um, the Transformer Michael Bay films yeah. um, that affects it. So, like a lot of people's ideal of what is Transformers, it's like Transformers. Like if you was to ever say Transformers is an anime, mm-hmm. people are like, what, hmm? what are you talking about? I saw Shayla Booth. Like <laughs> Transformers is obviously this, 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 this. So I, I think. That's the, I kind of, that lends itself to what I was saying. If it looks, sounds, walks and talks, feels like an anime, Mm -hmm. people will say it's an anime. Transformers doesn't look, walk and talk like an anime or hasn't for a while. Yeah. Um, But then once again, it's, it's all up to what people think because what is, what, what does that actually mean to you? Mm -hmm. Um, We just know what is the popular definitions or the visuals of what an anime is. So no, Transformers to me, based on the content that I've seen of it, it's not anime. Even though I've seen some of the uh, original films um, that people uh, hold highly, Mm -hmm. um, those are clearly animes. But in terms of the entire franchise, from what I've experienced, um, I would say as a majority, no. Okay. But obviously that is not true. So let me ask you this one then with yep. you, uh, with okay transformers being the fact that it was produced in japan uh all of the products that is based off is japanese um mm-hmm. the characters obviously being robot you can't really describe them as being uh you know japanese looking but obviously the japanese have a an affinity for the big giant robot 
the genre is sci-fi. Now you've got something like G.I. Joe, which it, it straddles many genres like um, action, adventure, the war epic. Uh, you know, it's, it's a bit goofy in his way. But to look at it, we wouldn't think it's anime. But would you call G.I. Joe anime? No. Why? Once again, I'm going based on what I what I know about G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen... I remember... I can't remember what decade it was. Was it the 80s? Yes. The 80s show. Um, and... And the films... And then they had a very short-lived uh, animation TV show in mm-hmm. the in the mid-2010s. So, based on what I've actually experienced, no, I've, I, I wouldn't consider it an anime, no. See, now the interesting thing about G.I. Joe is actually a co-production between Marvel products, Sumbo Productions, uh, obviously it's ah, offered the Hasbro okay. product. Yes, yes it is. all of the animation was actually produced by Toei, Toei being a Japanese company. Yeah, Toei Animation, yeah. So, by definition... G.I. Joe is an anime. None of the characters were set for maybe the odd Japanese-inspired uh, Joe um, are Japanese, but it's produced. The animation is produced by a Japanese studio. By rights, G.I. Joe is anime. Um, it doesn't follow the typical tropes of anime or you know the, the things that we see on screen of anime, but that might be the influence of the American product and the American writers. But it's one of those, these intangible things, almost maybe racist and restrictive that it has to be fully Japanese to be anime, but it calls into question about, you know, there's this, uh, these two brothers that actually opened up the first ever black owned uh, Japanese studio, uh, well, Japanese animation studio. And it calls into question now, everything that they produce, is it because they're in Japan, it makes it anime? Is it because of the style of it that makes it anime? Or is it because them being non-Japanese that they will never get the title of anime? What do you think? Do Because so far they haven't released anything major yet that I'm aware of. But do you think that's going to be a restriction because of them being non-Japanese being you know gaijin as the Japanese would say yeah um I think with with them they're, they're always going to have some form of uh not everyone's going to accept it yeah and therefore just by them being who they are they're going to say like oh yeah yeah therefore it's it's not this mm-hmm. but not a lot of people will know the background of it. Not a lot yeah. of people will know um, how it's put together. Yeah. And it goes back to what I was saying. Just because it, um, it looks and sounds a certain type of way, yeah. people will just accept it as that. Yeah. As, okay, yeah, yeah, this is obviously an anime. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much it would affect people's uh, opinion to know where it actually came from or what it actually was. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so I, I think... It will, it, will, it will keep dividing people. There will never be a definitive like, oh yeah, yeah, because of this, 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 and this, it is this. Yeah. No, I think it, it, the big thing about anime, it's inspired so much to the point where it's muddied the water. Mm-hmm. And anime isn't made by the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's been put in so many different designs, so many different stories, so many different things that are typical of it. Um, so many different ways of, there are a lot of things that are typical of anime, mm-hmm. like the mouth flaps, 
um, the crazy hair and all the things that we talked about, even some of the way that they do uh, they do shading. Because mm-hmm. even when you compare Western cartoons to anime, there is a big difference. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the amount of influence is so widespread, mm-hmm. and there are so many different ways of ins- uh, being influenced in terms of style mm-hmm. that it's like, is this an anime? Is it not? It doesn't look like Dragon Ball Z, yes. but then Attack on Titan doesn't look like Dragon Ball Z, and then they don't have crazy hair in Attack on Titan, and then you know, then you have One Piece where they have incredibly large mouths, and then they the animation style is different, and then it's that lower frame rate. Uh, is that typical? Like, it, there's so many different ways of representing anime mm-hmm. that you know, the minute someone does something close to a anime, it's like um claiming a style to a to a country or to a region mm-hmm. like let's say for example you invented a certain style mm-hmm. of drawing or animation yes and whatever just because you invented that style does that make it you know congolese does mm-hmm. it make it british does it make it london does it make it the uk well some style? people would actually and argue someone, that it is yeah of that style because we do that in in dance right if a if a certain mm-hmm. creator of a dance style they, it can either be named after the actual creator of the dance or it can say, oh, this is the the Congolese style of dance. So that can happen. I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. The difference is, let's say that one style that you, you know, imaginary, uh, the imaginary style that you invented. Um, mm-hmm. If, because you invented that thing, that is one aspect of something else. Yes. And that's what I mean by anime. With anime, like the way people draw certain eyes, it varies across all anime. There's no one way of doing it. Right. So if someone does it in one type of way, is that now anime? Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's, it's it's just a style that was used in anime. Mm-hmm. These are, so anime is just a combination of different styles to make anime. Right. Whereas like, you know, you get once again, uh, The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Some of the style, a lot of those, it's just a collection of different styles as well. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like a lot of those styles overlapped what people are used to yeah. in anime. So people automatically think, okay, it must be anime. Um, but no, it's just an overlap of common styles. So it's just a collection of different things that lead to people assuming one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing what we're talking about today with uh, genres. Like just because it has... Uh, an anime has a lot of genres or a, a lot of different aspects of it yes um that is what we assume of anime mm-hmm. does that make that anime no because you see the exact same traits in other shows that are not you know from japan you see it in western but then we have to ask ourselves the question how much was influenced and how much was originated or created in the west or you know in japan yeah that was of that region so yeah like it's very very muddy but I think it's just everyone using different styles and being inspired yeah. uh, by different things. It's very and true. we like, you, you know what I mean? Like, but what some of the things that are like, I know we touched upon it quite a bit, like with the quintessential aspects of, of, of anime, mm-hmm. you know, some things are undeniable yeah, and some things have been inspired, but some of that you're just typical to see it. And we talked about, you know, the perfect nosebleed, you know, the child protagonist or the teenager that seems to be the main character. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think we touched a little bit about no age ranges. Like mm-hmm. some of these people are like meant to be like 600 years old, but they look like they're 10 year olds yeah, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, one big thing I noticed in popular animes is fillers. Yes. We see a lot of horrible, horrible amounts of fillers. I guess that's just um, the nature of it, but, right? Because if you're basing off of the exactly. source material and your mm-hmm. product is moving faster than said produced source yeah, you material, you kind of... 
you kind of do, need to do something for better or for worse. You need you hope that the what you're producing is quality. And maybe for the audience, when you're watching it on a week to week basis, you're not noticing the lack of quality or maybe you're not necessarily noticing that it's a filler unless you've read the source material. Um, but when you're binging it, you're, you're very much acutely aware that, wait, something's not right here. The style is different. The writing is different. The general themes are different. Wait, this wasn't he about to kill that guy in the previous episode and you just left me on the cliffhanger? What's going on? Um, but essentially, that's what a filler is. A filler is essentially when there is a break from the normal storytelling to kind of to, uh, tell a side story, uh, what's known as a gaiden. And um, it's just the opportunity for the anime production studio maybe to have a break so they'll probably get a secondary studio to work on it or just allow them time to actually sync up with the source material because the person creating the manga is not the same person creating the anime he's mm. you know he's writing it and drawing at the same time the, the 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 manga which is the japanese comic book but he can only move so fast he can only tell his his story at a certain speed and essentially the anime if they have caught up have to wait um but saying that ken i have an idea ken would you say you are an anime expert do you feel that you have all of the knowledge required to identify what is and what is anime at a glance if so i have a game show for you and the idea of the game show is essentially i am going to read out um a few random potential anime names and based off of them i want you to tell me is it anime or not and if it okay. is what yeah. is the anime about Okay, cool. This reminds me of our Christmas episode. All mm-hmm. right, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so imagine there's like game show music playing now. We can insert that in later. And welcome to the show. Is it anime or not? First up, Ken, I want you to tell me, is this anime or not? I want you <laughs> okay. to make a disgusting face and show me your underwear. Is it anime or not? Is that the name of the show? I repeat, the name of the show is <laughs> I want you to make a disgusting face and show me your underwear. Is it anime or not? You see, this is a bit crazy because um for all we know, there could be like a uh that may not be that might be the official English name, that might be the Japanese name. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Japanese name might sound nicer. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh. Clock's ticking, Ken. The clock is ticking. I'm trying to go back based on what I know. Alright, it's an anime. It's an anime. Yes, it's an anime. You are correct. And tell me, Ken, what oh is the gosh. anime about? <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> perverse. That's what it is. That's that, that one word. Perverse. That's what the anime is about. So essentially, um, um, it is yeah. exactly what it says on the tin. It's, a, it's an anime oh, about gosh. a guy that oxes his maid to uh, make a disgusting face while showing him his underwear. Next question. This why this why people don't rate anime sometimes, you know, because <laughs> they hear this stuff. I'm just saying. <laughs> Please continue. This is uh, this is great content. This you know th- these anime are definitely watch- worth watching. Okay, next one. Do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks? Is it anime or not? Multi-target what? Do you love your mum and her two-hit multi-target attacks? Is it anime 
or not? The bad question is, why wouldn't this be anime? This is anime as F, man. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yes, anime. Yes, so essentially it's about this guy that loves his mother, uh, but they're dragged into a virtual game world uh, where the gaming skills are put to the test. And she's a whole heck of a lot talented at gaming as he. So she's better at gaming as his mother is really good at two-handed multi-target attacks. Okay, so the next anime is, and this one wow. is in Japanese, Gekito Ninja Taisen. Is it anime or not? I wish I knew more anime. Uh, 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 I wish I knew some more <laughs> uh, context because I don't speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. I've heard that somewhere. I don't know where. And for me to guess would just be racist. I don't know. Can I phone a friend? Because <laughs> I'm, 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 I have no idea. Problem is I'm your only friend and you can't call me. We're in the middle of something. Yeah, that's very true. So, I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to say it is, it's anime. Yeah, for some weird reason, it's anime. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ken, it is not anime. It's just something I made up from cutting off the name of a video game. Okay, yes. that's that's just inappropriate. Yes. <laughs> if anyone can actually translate what Tony just said, please. I actually can please translate so. it for you, Ken. It's actually the second part oh. of a uh, anime fighting game series called Naruto Gekito Ninja Taisen, which is Naruto Clash of the Ninja. Right. Yes. Loosely translated. That's just the Western name for it, but it's loosely translated. Okay. That. Okay. So the next one I got okay. for you okay. is Bobo, 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 Bobo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's an anime. And what is. <laughs> I've I, I watched it. It is the dumbest anime in the universe. What is Bobo, Bobo, a guy, Bobo about? A guy that literally says Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. Oh, it's. I'm trying to see if it's, it's the right one. Oh, mm. like Bobo is is one of it's it's a comedy anime. Yeah, the, um, the protagonist fights his nose hairs to, fights with his nose hairs to protect innocence from a world from having their hair and therefore their power stolen from them. I mean, I just I don't know. I, I just don't know. He has like one huge blonde afro. Yeah, with sung- Oh, it's the weirdest. Shonen <laughs> I've ever heard of yeah. Well one of them at least Okay so And like the, the actual name is Bo 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 Okay next one is Sasuke Sasuke We love Sasuke 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 We love Sasuke Yes My only um, Interaction with a character That's called Sasuke Is Naruto mm-hmm. So But I do know It is a typical Name mm-hmm. Is it anime or not? I'm going to say no. It's not anime. Correct. It is not. I just made that up on the spot. Okay. The oh, next dude. One. <laughs> the next one. I got one for you. This one okay. is a juicy one. And All right. Let's go. Bear with me on this one because it's either anime or I'm really good at writing. If I don't successfully pick up 420 girls, I'm going to die in a lot of different ways. Is it anime or not? This is so. Uh, the, the, the good thing about this this, this question is that you, you've come across some characters in various animes that say some dumb things like this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say 
No, it's not an anime. That is an anime. It sounds like a. It's, this is an, it's an anime. Anime. That's like, like a Japanese game show. That's what it sounds With like. With this long ass name, despite having what is simultaneously the best and worst title in anime history, this anime is actually just two minute promotional video for a, a light novel uh introducing two of the most unfair things ever but they have been no news about the, the wild sounding name uh, wild sounding anime since so i think it was supposed to promote a uh, a manga and it was supposed to produce it into anime but it never got there hasn't been word of it uh since um okay uh let me look at something else and okay so how about this one how about this one um this one is called bacano sorry bacano i have no context <laughs> i, know, I right? have no idea i know right is it anime or not uh, it's anime. Yeah, let's go with that. It is an anime. Imagine uh... it is an anime. Unfortunately, I can't get a lot of information about what Bacado is, but apparently, it's an anime oh, yeah. to watch based off of IGN's top twenty-five animes. Okay, how about I'm gonna give you two more. These ones are gonna be right. uh, gimmies, and so the first one is gonna be Boku no Hero Academia. Oh come on, man! A- 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 any OG like, anime watcher knows exactly what that is, man. Yes, that's My Hero Academia. Okay, um, anime. That is Definitely anime, right. and My Hero Academia is about a super-powered uh, kid uh, in a high school of super-powered kids, and they're all training to be super uh, superheroes. Um, this last one is a juicy one, Ken. Uh, it took me a while to try and find one to throw you in terms of whether it's anime or not did i write this did i make it up or not but i my me strawberry eggs is it anime or not i know about strawberry shortcake but strawberry and what was that eggs did you say eggs i my me strawberry eggs wait let me do it with the right inflection i'm gonna do it with the right inflection (laughs) i my me Please, strawberry eggs. Is it anime or not? Sounds like slice of life. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like slice of life. I'm gonna say anime for. I'm gonna say everything anime. Everything anime. It is yes, an anime, anime, kid. It is an anime. Of course. I my me strawberry Bloody eggs hell. has an interesting premise. It's about a guy who dresses up as a woman in order to land a teaching job, because local high school flat out refuses to hire him. Well, they refuse to hire men. Period. What does anybody? What does anybody have to do with the strawberries and the eggs? I have no idea. But uh, yeah, the the name doesn't give you anything. I my me that strawberry that eggs. That is some mis- Japanese abridged Miss Doubtfire, man. What? <laughs> Honestly, you know the crazy thing is this would be problematic. Oh, that's nuts. This would be problematic in 2021. The fact that one, he uh, it would be a problem for the school because they refuse to hire men. Um, two, it would be problematic for him because he chooses to dress up as a woman to get said job. And three, it's a problem for the person that decided to create that name because it doesn't mean anything. 
anywhere on the planet. It's a problem also because I know people are a lot more gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, him and personally in someone that is actually going through some tough times yeah, right. of trying to be accepted for being, you know, gender, uh, a bit more, you know, well, no, no, not what you would typically see or like, because you have people that are like, I feel like a woman, so I'm going to dress up like a woman. Yeah. Um, and then him just doing it just to get a job uh, is almost like, is <laughs> my grinder joke to you. <laughs> Honestly, it's, um, it's so, it's so strange. So it's problematic in that aspect as well. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's just, it's just so strange. But, I think uh, I, that is a good place, if ever, to wrap up the show for this week. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I really hope that you guys out there listening have enjoyed this as much as we have. Uh, anime is one of our favorite things uh, that we we know that about. Um, it's pretty much one of the thir- first pieces of you know media I've ever really watched when I was uh, young. Uh, me coming from a French-speaking country like Congo, uh, we had this dodgy dish that uh, gave us French channels and they mostly showed anime. So in my youth, I actually watched Dragon Ball Z way before I even came to the UK in French, no less. Um, but yeah, Ken, how did you feel about this episode? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, I think um, like, because I remember getting into anime uh, in primary school um, and even more so through secondary school. Uh, and I remember when Dragon Ball Z dropped in that con- in this country. Mm-hmm. Everyone lost their minds. Right, yeah. Every young boy lost their minds. Yeah. It's because we had never seen anything like that. We, we were used to Dex- Dexter's Lab. We were used to Powerpuff Girls. Um, we had nothing on this caliber no. in terms of action. No. And then straight from Japan, dropping in here. like, And, you know, it, it wasn't like nowadays where people can, you know, like, oh, yeah, a new episode of this thing came out mm-hmm. like three days ago. I'll catch it later. If you did not rush home, if you got a detention, if you had like an after school project or something, because yeah. reruns came like on the Saturday mm-hmm. or sometimes they just wouldn't do reruns or they'll do reruns while you're in school. If you were to miss that 4 p.m., 5 p.m. showing of Dragon Ball Z, you're pissed yeah. because everyone's talking about it the next day. Everyone's going nuts. In primary school, it was Pokemon. Everyone went crazy for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So you ain't trying to miss those episodes. Yeah. So no, like it, it hit crazy like 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 a like a wave and that 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 excitement never really left um never left never really left me and quite a few of my friends so yeah just the idea that it's just completely different from what we're used to in this country mm-hmm. and i will never stop watching it because they always keep coming out with more creative ways of showing incredibly interesting stories mm-hmm. so yeah no I, I think this is a great episode i think it's a great way to reveal the type of fans that we are yeah. um and a nice way to inspire people to well hopefully some people are inspired to watch some of these great shows that we've talked about well first off uh just before we leave i want to say thank you for those that actually listen to us i think um it's great for us to cultivate uh, an audience and for you to you know for those of you listening to stick around with us on a week to week basis um i hope we grow uh just do us a favor wherever you're listening uh give us a follow uh you know give us a subscribe uh leave us a comment you know tell us what you would like us to talk about and we'll try to uh, fit into whatever future episode we have big plans for the future you know eventually to expand to um you know few ideas we got percolating and just essentially uh stick around uh just before we leave ken do you have any uh recommendations for uh, any specific uh anime okay um 
because everyone always asks me like where to start um the truth you can start anywhere you can choose genre but i think the best place to start is the top three starter pack the first is uh full metal alchemist's brotherhood mm-hmm. i think everyone can gain something from that mm-hmm. it is incredibly philosophical is incredibly intelligent it was it's, it's fun it's silly at parts um the second one i would say death note yep death note is once again another intelligent one but it's not action-packed it's it's very like okay cool this is messed up this is things that are happening but you know it's almost the thanos effect when you know infinity war came out people were like yeah i kind of agree with thanos yeah you kind of start agreeing with the bad people in the show um and the last one, just 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 for fun, just for fun, uh, Naruto. Yeah. Naruto is something that I think everyone has heard of. It is it, it's a very long spanning series, but it tells an amazing story mm-hmm. of you know someone with conviction. Yeah. You know, you kind of live vicariously through this guy, and you realize, yeah, I, I want to be like this guy. I want to have the mentality of this guy. I want to do the best that I can for the people that I care about. Yeah. Even though people don't even rate me as a person, you know, it, it's a real self actualization. Uh, type series Mm -hmm. so yeah those are the big three in my opinion that anyone if you start on those three you can span out in almost any direction okay how about you tony i only have the one recommendation this one wasn't necessarily a huge anime but i think it's a brilliant and unique story it's called the saga of evil tanya and it's essentially about this uh young japanese man uh he's what's known as a um uh, I forgot the term I think it's like career man but essentially a guy that works as an office uh, he gets fired from his job um, he gets accidentally pushed in front of a train and he's approached by a being that claims to be God him being atheist he basically takes the mick out of this being says I don't believe in God whatever I'm just going to call you being X this being actually transports his soul back in time into another dimension of this young girl called Tanya and essentially says to him that I'm going to give you this opportunity at another life, but I give you one rule. You need to stay alive. And if you die outside of natural causes, you're going straight to hell. And the whole story is about him evolving and adapting to this new dimension of magic and kind of like World War II kind of motif and trying to survive, make his way up the ranks so he doesn't potentially go to hell and almost questioning if his existence in this is actually real or not is he in a coma it's a really it's a really funny tale cute tale uh, especially from the perspective of a young girl in war um but it's great action great animation and just a great overall plot but uh, i think that's going to do it for us this weekend so um this is us signing off uh and yeah catch you later adios everyone peace